Welcome to Just a Mother podcast. I'm Carly. You might know me as the Fit Mummy on Instagram. And I'm Lara. Um, not as well known as Carly. Um, I'm on Instagram as the Marketing Mum. So we wanted to put together this podcast for you to talk about all kinds of normal motherhood issues with normal everyday mums. We want you guys to feel like, you know, whether you're listening to this, drinking a cup of tea or a glass of wine, zero judgment, but we want you to sit there and just feel like me too. I'm not alone. And yeah, really resonate with kind of what we're going through. Yeah. I mean, Carly and I met, how long ago was it now, Carl? Oh, it was first lockdown. So so March, 2020. So coming up to two years now, which is crazy. Yeah, but I've been following Carly since before she had her first Theo. Um, probably should talk a little bit about our, our boys. Um, but, yeah, and I, she really, everything that she was saying, I was saying me too. Um, so I continued following her, and then she put out there that she was doing some boot camps, the Money Boot Camp. I joined those, and the rest is history. It, it really is, yeah. So... A little bit of a background behind who we are. So you might know me as the Fit Mummy, um, the Fit Mummy official on Instagram. Um, I haven't always done that. Um, prior to that, I was a PE teacher in an all-girls grammar school. I actually taught for eight years. Um, and then I fell pregnant with my first, Theo. I'm trying to say positive things about Theo, even though he's not sleeping at the moment. Love him. Obviously, I do. Um but um, I fell pregnant with Theo and, you know, I always intended to go back to work full time. I kind of knew that my school wouldn't really be able to offer me um, any part time offers in terms of going back to work. Um, but quickly after becoming a mum, I realised I didn't want to go back to work. I, from a really selfish point of view, I didn't want to go home worrying about other people's children when I had my own child to worry about. Um, so over my maternity, I was thinking, right, what can I do? Um, I just started my qualification to become a personal trainer anyway, because it kind of was a route I did want to go down. It was just terrifying to leave a job. And I think maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast because I could talk about that for days and so I set up some boot camps in the January so I was going to go back to work around the May and just to kind of put feelers out there so it was a local boot camp I had about 10 mums locally but and it was enough for us to get by I started teaching in some local gyms and yeah just as I had decided and I sat down at work and handed my notice in we go into lockdown and there I am absolutely shitting myself and thinking what have I done you know I've packed in a really secure salary um and I was like you know what I'm gonna start some online boot camps and I guess it really took off for me I was really fell on my feet I was very lucky because I know not everyone you know was lucky in the midst of a pandemic um set on my boot camps and yeah it's actually brought me some really really good friends through that just mums who wanted to do something for themselves both physically and mentally during the pandemic um so now that is what I do um as well as running my own beauty business and obviously I do some influencer work on Instagram but my main passion is my fitness platform um and also just talking really openly and honestly about motherhood uh, which is why we're here um then 
last year in January fell pregnant with Milo, who was born in September this year. Um, so I am blessed with two very lovely boys, um, very similar to Lara. So I'll let you give I'll let Lara give you a little bit of her background and you can kind of see where we are. Thanks, Carl. So I am actually originally Australian and I moved to the UK when I was about 22. I thought to myself, I want to reenact Love Actually um, and The Holiday and every British film under the sun. I'm a bit of a romantic movie thinking I'm going to meet Hugh Grant um, or Jude Law. Um, and uh, spent the first two years having the time of my life not to say I'm not having the time of my life now but um I really embraced London in every way shape or form got myself onto a grad scheme in the media and advertising industry and I studied that so I was really excited about that um and I've been in the media and advertising industry since I work in marketing hence marketing mum um Instagram handle um, and yeah, and then I obviously met my husband through an uh, ex-work colleague who is my sister-in-law, um, who married his brother, um, pre-Tinder. I think Tinder came out like three weeks later and both of us were like, what the hell? We never would have met um, otherwise. And now I'm still here, 11 years on, um, with um, two beautiful boys as well. I have um, Raphael who's a month younger than Theo, and I have Ezra, who is two two months exactly older than Milo. So we've, you know, boy mama um, army, as we, we really call are. it. Yeah. Um, so we, we really are um, on similar journeys, I guess. So we wanted to kick off our first podcast with the topic that kind of you know, is widely spoken about when you become a parent, um, and that is sleep or lack of, yeah, lack of sleep. Um, and at the time of recording this podcast, both Lara and I are actually finding ourselves in the midst of some horrific sleep deprivation. But um, we're really, really struggling with sleep, and ironically, both different. So Lara is currently struggling with um her youngest one who is nearly six months six months tomorrow six months tomorrow and I'm struggling with sleep with my toddler Theo who is two and a half so we're kind of coming at you from two very different um points but I guess it's the thing people joke about when you become a mother you know oh enjoy your sleep whilst you can and you know you're not going to get much and you know obviously you expect not to get that much sleep but when you are in the midst of those long long nights with multiple wake-ups you know you can sometimes find yourself in a really dark lonely place and I guess that's kind of what we want to normalize so I think as as Kylie's saying we both obviously experience at the moment and I think before you have kids um yes as Carly said they you know it's when you sleep when your child sleeps um or you know make sure you get all your rest you can now um you know you get given these books you get given these programs but not all children sleep like not all of them can adhere to these guidelines that are given like everyone's different not every child's going to sleep from 12 to 2 but every child's going to sleep from 7 to 11 so there's all these programs out there which I mean I think I've purchased every single one of them um one worked amazingly for Raphael and I've tried to like apply the same to Ezra 
and it's just not working. So I just, I do think that there's this, there's this thing about sleep and there's this, this constant sort of battle that you have with your head of why aren't they sleeping? What, what can I do differently? Um, why isn't what I'm trying working? Um, and, you know, and you're doing this all on a lack of sleep. So it's just torture, like physical and mental torture. That's all I can, no, all it, I can say. It really is. And, you know, my current situation is, so Theo, who's two and a half, obviously we've gone through some really big changes recently. So um, we are currently living with my parents whilst we're waiting to complete on a house move that has been going on since last June. Fabulous. Um, we you know, he started nursery, he got a new sibling. So there have been lots of big changes. Um, and his adapt, he did adapt really well. And I don't know whether a lot of this is kind of a delayed onset of response to that or what it is. Um, we're currently battling going down to bed, regardless of whether he has a nap, whether we move the bedtime. Like literally, I feel like when you start to talk about sleep and how it's not going well for you you do get a million and one opinions and you want to try everything but whilst you're trying and changing all these different things you're not really allowing them the chance to kind of get into the groove of one of them and so you're not really sure what's working and what's not um so at the moment it's literally taking like an hour and a half to get Theo down to bed every single night and I'm at the point where I'm like renting him because I'm losing my evenings and that's when I do majority of my work and then you're battling with your head again that mum guilt that you know I shouldn't be feeling like this I should be feeling really grateful I've got you know a very healthy boy and it's just a bit of sleep and in your head you're telling yourself you're ridiculous but when you're in there and they're messing around and all you want to say is go the fuck to sleep now and you can't and you've got to switch on that mum brain of you know you know, sleepy time now, you've got to be calm, and no one talks, talks about those, like, inner battles, that is one thing I've, I found myself in some, like, really crazy places with the things I've wanted to shout, or the things I've wanted to do in the midst of those, you know, I'm just talking about getting him down, let alone the wake-up, so, for example, last night, we had seven wake-ups, I genuinely think that was my worst night I've had in years, in years, I don't think Theo has slept this badly since he was you know very very little and like you're in those middle of the night and I remember just thinking last night like I can't do this I think I'm gonna die from not from not sleeping like how many nights in a row can you do this without sleeping um and somewhere within us and I don't know if it's just from when you become a mother you just delve in really deep and you somehow wake up the next morning um and do it again and do it again day in day out and you know your toddler says something to you in the cutest voice and all is forgiven all is forgotten and I don't know you just carry on living in that fear of bedtime so I feel like you know I'm trying to make the most of the days and I'm trying to be really positive but then I do feel like I get to like five o'clock every day and the I dread. have that dread that I'm exactly the same impending doom feeling like oh my God, it's nearly bedtime, absolutely dreading it. Um, it just seems to be a bit of a vicious cycle. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. So I'm, as, as, as Carly said, I'm battling with my six-month-old Ezra. And I feel like, you know, again, a lot of opinions being given to you, but your baby's different. Every baby and every toddler and every child and every adult is different and is going to respond differently to things. I mean, Ezra is very alert. 
he does not want to go down. I have, you know, I put him down when he's awake, even though it may or may not be right. Um, and everyone's like, well, it's fine. He's not crying. He's not upset. People don't realize that if he doesn't nap or if he doesn't sleep well, that A, it impacts me, B, it impacts his brother. And see, he's not very happy. They don't see the crying. They don't see the upset and the overtiredness. So sleep is an important part of development. Sleep is a, for, for us as, as adults and for our children. Um, it's not just a rest for us when they sleep. Um, normally I'm cleaning um, the house or um, showering because I haven't showered in a few days. Um, so, you know, it's, it's this whole idea of it's actually not about you. It's about your child and that impacts you obviously as a result but yeah I I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that Carl's like how do you feel about that the hardest thing for me is I feel like you know let's look at Theo's journey so over the two and a half years we've had periods of good sleep and periods of awful sleep and we have previously worked with um some sleep consultants when we've hit rock bottom you know when you hit get to the point where you physically have given every ounce of your soul you have seen every single hour and you just think I can't do this and I just want to normalize like things like the relationship suffering during those times like oh my god yeah the amount of times when I'm that sleep deprived I've genuinely been serious about divorcing Adam or you know just you say the most horrible things like I said the most horrible things to Mark I uh, sorry Mark if you're listening yeah especially especially if my mother-in-law is listening because (laughs) she will be like believe her now um but yeah again that leads back to sleep deprivation like and you're not yourself I think when that you have normalizing because you hear so many people trying to have a baby to fix the relationship and it blows mine because for me and I'm sure we'll touch on relationships in another podcast episode but for me oh my god like it changes your relationship so much but sleep deprivation and relationships are another level like the resentment you know especially if you're a breastfeeding mother or you're not sharing those nighttime wake-ups the resentment is massive and I think you know so we hit breaking point at one point we did seek help of a sleep consultant um and it worked really well for us the method we did it was quite a gentle method it worked for Theo um for about a year and I think the thing you get into the groove of this when you go through a period of really good sleep you almost become quite complacent and you're like you almost can't remember what it feels like in that sleep deprivation like it's a distant memory and you're like yeah oh it's bad but yeah you don't yeah exactly why why did we have another one yeah exactly (laughs) you kind of forget those feelings um and so it's really easy to kind of forget about it and you know focus on the positive and then I feel like just when you think you've cracked it something changes so for us we've always had trouble when Theo needs to drop a nap so you know when he went from three naps to two naps that's when we first got into a bother same with when he went from two to one and now we're kind of at that point where we're transitioning to no naps because he's he's just not tired going down at bed if we do give him a nap um I feel like you've got a new jigsaw puzzle to try and solve every time their needs change and their needs are constantly changing so like as well like their sleep needs change in the terms of you know when they're a newborn we're encouraged to make the environment really dark with blackout blinds and white noise and this and then they become a toddler and suddenly they can get scared of the dark or you know it's 
so, the white noise stops working. Or the white, yeah, and there's just so many factors that we're, we're just thrown, like all these curveballs, just when you, you're kind of making some of the right progress. I think that that, that sort of like encapsulates motherhood or parenthood. Absolutely like you're just does. constantly learning. Like people always say to me, oh, you've got two, you're second, you should know what you're doing. And I'm like, no, because A, and I'm going to keep a harpy about this, every child's different. <laughs> And you could try the same methods and they react differently and you can have different journeys. Um, and again, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I just, this, this morning, um, speaking to Carly and we're about to put our, our little ones down for a nap and she literally puts Milo in a pram, puts a white noise on, he grumbles and he's gone. I'm up and down the stairs, hushing him, putting the dummy in, same white noise, blackout blinds has to be done in his bed like I'm by the book and it has to be at a certain time um, and I'm quite regimented and I'm like oh yeah just I take his cues and I'm like my son doesn't have cues like <laughs> where are these cues but then we're talking about you know Theo who's refusing to sleep and we've I've got Raphael who we're trying to take his nap down because he needs to he needs to sort of start dropping it and I'm going into his room after an hour and he's going, okay, mom, I need more sleep. And I'm like, what the hell? I've got a teenage older son. And it's like parallels. It's absolute parallels. And the boys, I would say, are similar in terms of development. Yeah. Similar kind of, I think we parent quite similarly. I mean, obviously with the sleep thing, I'm regimented with Ezra, which you're not regimented with Milo. But in most aspects, we've, we're pretty much the same in, in yeah. how we approach parenthood like we believe that there should be a routine for a child whether it's loose or whether or not it's fragmented it's what works for the child or the adult so but yeah so it's just bizarre but I, I guess I'm sure there's lots of mothers that are sitting there going oh my gosh this is so what's happening to me at the moment or they might be saying oh no my kids are like love sleep I think sometimes when you're a mum all you hear is about all these other mums whose kids sleep and that that's the loudest thing there is out there um and I think sometimes it can feel really lonely and like you must be doing something wrong so you know we start questioning our own parenting skills which just takes you down a bit of a, a spiral I guess and um, so I, I think you know we wanted to talk about this topic because we want you to know like you're not alone like no not every kid does sleep and you know if they're going through a period of sleep they're probably not going to go through that period of sleep all the time you know things are going to change and I just think it's so easy to just feel like you're always comparing yourself to other people as parents I mean not just with sleep with everything yeah um and those those nights are really isolated and really lonely you know I sometimes feel like at the moment where it's Theo who's not sleeping I'm going from going down to him trying to comfort him I'm absolutely exhausted you know that when your eyes are stinging you're just thinking I can't do this and you're getting frustrated and you're almost like go to sleep like but really they just need your comfort um and then I feel like I'm literally my head's hitting the pillow I'm taking ages to get back to sleep again and we did this several times last night and then it hit five and Milo wake up I'm very lucky with Milo touch wood um he went down at 10 he woke up at five and Milo needs a feed. Obviously, Adam's nipples are completely useless. So I'm up <laughs> feeding Milo. He normally has a really long feed first thing. So till six o'clock. And he dropped off and I woke up at half six. And it is, it's relentless. And, you know, 
there have been many tears cried there have been many you know I cannot do this or even thinking to myself and I feel guilty as soon as I've thought it or said it to Adam like what have we done like oh no I why have I had another kid why have we had children like oh like just the most like what we were saying before just like the most awful things and in those dark long nights I I just feel like you can get into a really dark place but as soon as morning comes I feel like you're almost like oh my goodness how could I say any of those things like about my amazing child and it's the most confusing thing like literally playing you hot and cold like your emotions are taken from one extreme to the other and I think that is what as well as obviously being really tired is so mentally exhausting is going from up to down up to down all the time um I I just don't think people speak that openly about it because like I know when I've gone to things I'm like oh yeah like I'm a bit tired or people can just be really blasé and I don't know if that's through the fear of being judged or whatever it is but I guess that's one aspect I really struggle with as a mother and kind of why we wanted to do this yeah no I agree and I, and I think as well sometimes you have someone complaining about motherhood but they're like you know at the end of the day they're going to have to come on the journey with me like I'm not going to sit at home all day for them to sleep they're just going to have to come with me and if they don't sleep they don't sleep and I like admire that like I don't look at them and go oh I'm jealous I admire that some people aren't built that way some parents aren't built that way so I think that it can be really hard when people are saying yeah I'm sort of tired or people are saying oh I'm exhausted like I can't sleep like our child's not sleeping but you know they don't have a routine or my child's not sleeping and they do have routines so I think that there's you know there's something to say about parenting choices and how you wish to parent and also this whole idea of mum guilt um that speaks volumes um for sure and I think that that's going to come up a lot in every topic that we discuss um but on that note you know we want this podcast to be all about being able to identify with the ups and downs of motherhood we listen to a lot of other mother podcasts don't we Pals? like yeah I, yeah and I mean they're amazing um but we do feel like this is going to be a little bit different um we're going to try and get if this evolves hopefully it will um we'll get the mothers on to talk about different topics um just normal yeah. everyday mums you know not you know particularly well-known people we want them to just be everyday mums like we are and you know for us to have all different topics and we're really open to hearing from you guys of what would be really helpful for you to hear about because you know we're not here and I'm really I do apologize we're not here to say do this do this do this and your child will sleep we want to share the ups and the downs um with you and for that to kind of be as effective as we can we want to hear from you guys we want you to feel like you are part of this community we want it to feel like a community and you know that's why we really want to touch on topics that are important to you so I guess that concludes our first episode thank you so much for listening and for joining us this week and hopefully there's a lot more to come and we will chat to you very very soon thanks everyone have a good day bye